This is CliffCentral.com. One of the iconic British brands is Bentley. It's, um, I believe, got a very interesting history as well, which the man in front of me is going to tell us all about. His name is Toby Fenter. He is the Bentley man in South Africa, and I see some of your beautiful cars are parked outside. Everybody's been gaga about them all night. It must be nice to be the, the, the representative of such an incredible brand and something that people love so much. They just can't help be moved by it when they see it. Absolutely, you know, and I, I believe you've uh, had a chance to sample them recently. I have, um, yeah, last year, and, and it really upped my street cred for a while. I was driving a bright yellow one around, and uh, in fact, Tabo, who I know quite well, was the one who introduced me to the car, and I felt like a king. Unbelievable. Well, Bentley has that effect on on one. Tell me, uh, the, tell me the history. I mean, you know, there's some cars that have a very recent past. But Bentley's got almost a 100-year history, you told me. Absolutely. Next year, Bentley will celebrate its 100th uh, anniversary. And interestingly, uh, there's, um, before that, W.O. Bentley uh, had a history of building aero engines and was instrumental, wow. actually, in turning the tide of the First World War with his nine-cylinder radial engine. <clears throat> an interesting story was um, that he risked his life to actually bring upgraded parts to, to the squadron through the lines and got into serious trouble. But he was uh, uh, very, very happy because he saved a lot of lives. And after the war, Bentley started Bentley Motors. And his objective was to build a fast car, a good car, best car in the world. And the relationship between Bentley and South Africa is also old. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, the uh, Bentley boys have a history with Kimberley diamond mining. The, uh, the fortune that was made by Wolf Bonato uh, was left to his son, who was only two years old at the time. I'm sorry, Barney Bonato. Yes. He left it to his son, Wolf. And uh, <clears throat> the interesting story was Barney Bonato was on a, on a sea voyage from South Africa to, to England when he mysteriously disappeared overboard. And uh, <clears throat> There's rumors that he was thrown overboard, but in any case, it translated into this vast, vast diamond fortune which was left to his two-year-old son. And when Wolf Bonato grew up, he went motor racing, and he went motor racing with Bentleys. And Bentley won Le Mans five times uh, between 1920 and 1930. Wow. And each time they won Le Mans, they celebrated this with a, a wonderful dinner at the Savoy. And uh, Wolf Bonato has the uh, only, I believe, only distinction that he won every single Lamar 24-hour race that he entered. Wow. <clears throat> but there's a further South African connection apart from that because Wolf Bonato actually ended up owning Bentley Motors for some time. Oh. And um, it then passed into receivership and Rolls-Royce bought it. Right. And then Rolls-Royce and Bentley were linked together for many years. And they now parted again where Rolls-Royce went to BMW and Bentley remained with the Queen. In yeah. fact, that's a distinction. The, the Bentley uh, is the car of the royal family. That's right. The Queen drives one. Absolutely. A specially made one, right? Absolutely. And she has a, a number of them, in fact. Um, I was told recently when I went to England that when they hand over a new Bentley to the Queen, she takes a keen interest in all the things mechanical, 
because in the Second World War she was oh, she's tra- a, she was in the artillery mechanics. She was uh, a mechanic. Yeah, that's she right. actually could fix cars. The, the Queen, she did her bit. <laughs> But the, the interesting thing about a, the Bentley is you enjoy a Bentley as a driver's car. So you can enjoy it from the front seat or the back seat. So every Bentley uh, is, has got the, the racing heritage in it. Right. And there's another interesting South African connection, which I didn't even mention to you. Sure. Is that uh, Brian Gus from Port Elizabeth has been Bentley's technical director for 17 years. And he, in fact, is now heading up their racing program. Now, Bentley won Le Mans five times uh, in the in the pre-war, pre-Second World War era, 20s to 30s. But Brian Ghost was in- instrumental in getting Bentley to win for the sixth time in 2003, when he single-handedly convinced the board that Bentley should go back to Le Mans and win one more time, which they did. That's terrific. It's a very, it's a very colourful history. It's a very authentic history. It's a, it's a brand that speaks of um, great care and attention to detail. I mean, it seems to me there isn't anything that's overlooked on the exterior, in the mechanics, or in the interior. You know, it's a wonderful experience to visit the Bentley factory and... Uh, we always are able to arrange these tours for real enthusiasts. But the most remarkable feature of the new Bentley Continental, which I recently heard, was that if you order the Mulliner pack, Mulliner was a coach builder which Bentley took over. In the old days, the cars were only built with engines and chassis, and mm-hmm. then bodybuilders completed the cars. And Mulliner was such a famous bodybuilder. <clears throat> and Mulliner... He's now Bentley's bespoke division. So Bentley's all about craftsmanship, wooden leather. But I was astonished to find out in the latest Continental GT, if you order the Mulliner pack, which is diamond quilting, there is nearly three kilometers of stitching just in that option. That's incredible. And each stitch in the diamond is at a different angle. And when you go to the factory, you actually see them doing this. You see them actually with sewing machines doing this fine stitching. I mean, a steering wheel takes nine hours to cover by a skilled craftsman. Um, A seat takes 27 hours. There can't be very many creations in the world that have that, that level of craftsmanship. Bentley stands out as the last of the great old brands where craftsmanship and attention to detail go before everything else. And um, we have, over and above that, we have the latest technical features as well. So you've got the best of the modern and the best of the old world. It's a wonderful combination. Toby, it's uh, obviously quite important for Bentley to be represented here tonight because it's a, it's a proudly British brand that's in South Africa and we, we're a, a lovely market for these cars. They're, I've seen a few of them driving around South Africa and obviously to encourage business relations between the two countries, it's fantastic to have brands that are so internationally recognizable and obviously there are lots and lots of people here who are potential customers. Yes, you know, Bentley recently in, introduced uh, an SUV, 4x4, called the Bentley Bentayga, and uh, we've had incredible success with that car. 
It is available as, as a W12 flagship model with a 12-cylinder in the W configuration, which means the engine is a bit shorter than a normal V12. And then it's available in a diesel, which is su superbly suited to the Bentley Mark with incredible torque and also a V8 petrol. So wow. this has opened up the Bentley ownership to people that normally would buy premium sport utility vehicles. And it's been incredibly successful in South Africa. Um, we've sold a, a good number of these vehicles. And if you keep an eye out, you might see one driving around the northern suburbs of Johannesburg. I'm sure there, there are only a few, and that's why they stand out. And there's something to be said for that, too. Thank you very much for taking some time out with us tonight. Enjoy the rest of the evening. And um, keep doing the wonderful work you are with this terrific car. It's been a great pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Toby. Thank you. This is CliffCentral.com.